My wife wants a divorce. I'm Duke Nukin. Uba stank. Uh, I won't wash my hands. Uh, I feel like men with bats um, are gonna show up at my Duke, house and beat Duke, me to Duke. death. <laughs> I've got a huge ass. Look, I know we fired Jonathan Frakes, but why did we hire Duke Nukem? Shitting in my camo pants. Oh my god. I won't get my balls in it. Time to see a porn film. I. Okay. Wrestle boy. <laughs> uh, I sent him the draft music, but he's like, but he's like, I'm just gonna see what I have copied my clipboard. And it's yeah, like, because okay. the draft music you gave me is the loudest thing on the fucking planet. Like, fine, fine. It's draft time. It's draft time. Wrestle boy's draft time. We're going. We're going there. Yeah, exactly. Draft okay. Time. It's the go. draft! Hey! It's the military draft! It was thinking it would be really cool. We play the draft song and then we we do the intro. Oh fuck but that. No, you're just, nope. But no, we just said we we had to hire Duke Nukem, I guess. Anyway. Uba stand. It's Raptor Boys. <laughs> This is March uh, 2002. We're finishing off 2002. Or we're finishing off March 2002, excuse me. <laughs> I wish. And we're, kick- <laughs> and we're kicking off the draft. We finally Are you ready the for the split. brand split? Because it hasn't happened yet. We have here Raw is Ali, Smack Mega, <laughs> and, and uh, Sunday Night Rock 10. <laughs> EC Rock 10. <laughs> Rock 10 Saturday night. ECW isn't a thing yet. But we will get to it one day. So, yeah. NWA hyphen Rock 10. NWA. Yeah. <laughs> Power Rock 10. <laughs> this is terrible. Anyway, so it's Allie, the Superstar host, Rock 10. the co-host, Mega Fighter Free, and, of course, the guy who we keep firing guy, but won't leave. The guy Rock who 10. insists on being here, Rock 10. <laughs> yes, I will never and also, leave. And but... also Duke Nukem, who we have just fired. Yeah, get you're the, not, fuck, you're get not the fuck out, Duke. You're not back. You're not welcome back. You and Jonathan Frakes can go in the unemployment line. <laughs> yeah, the, the person who got drafted wasn't you, Duke Nukem. <laughs> uh, so we're live from Penn State. <laughs> yes, Penn from Penn State, State University. Uh, Home of nothing uh, important that happened. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that kind of. I don't know. Uh, I feel like that's out of our jurisdiction. <laughs> well, we'll bring it up again, is what I mean. But anyway, we start off with WWF ECFO Linda McMahon telling us how it's draft time. It is it a is very important. Time. We are starting the brand extension. And just everyone's watching TV, like watching this on a TV, but they're watching it properly. I miss this. Like the angles aren't shit, and they're not like all standing. Also, uh, also, uh, Perry Saturn was there. Yeah. Perry Saturn's here. I guess he still has some time to wrestle, or he's just working heat. I don't know. But here's the thing: is like, can you imagine, like, with the modern way that everyone watches TV, if just everybody in that room was watching TV that way? We're here at the, <laughs> we're here at the slant bingo hall. Two. Where they're all standing kind of sideways, so you can, like, with a side profile. 
I want and them it's to like the camera zoom really far back to get them I all in. All, I want. I, I think it would be great if they were all watching the TV with their heads tilted slightly, and and right? they'd be like, and they'd be like, "Oh dear God, my neck!" Ah, and the TV's like slightly like turned so it's facing me, the audience as well. Please, please, please stop making me watch TV like this. So, my neck um. We kind of have to thank our lucky stars because, to be honest, I thought the draft was going to be a significant enough event to justify just reviewing it by itself. But then we watched no. it and fuck no. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, <laughs> I we get that little... Go ahead. I was going to say, actually, I I didn't think... Did we really need this introduction with Linda? Not uh, really. Just, we kind of got the basic idea. I think it was just to set up the fact that everyone's in the locker room watching the draft happen. Yeah, I kind of want to find that gif of, like, there was this one draft where, like, John Cena's backstage with everyone, and they're doing, like, weird clapping. I, I, couldn't, find, I couldn't find it for this. Uh, somebody, will, somebody will have it. Okay, so I think... Do we have anything after, like, Linda talks? Because... No, I, I think got my it's just the intro. Just the intro, and then we cut to Taz versus Mr. Yeah, the rule of the draft was that 20 people will be drafted on Raw, and then the rest will just be on WWF.com. Yep. I wonder if you can still find those drafts. The other things we noticed is, you know, apparently every champion can be on both shows, and for some reason... No, I think it's only, like, specific championships can be on both shows. Like Stone Cold can't be drafted. Like, it's like the Undisputed and the Women's Championships can be on both shows, but, like, you draft certain titles. St- but, yeah, Stone Cold is a free agent and can't be drafted. For yeah. for reasons they don't really explain it. If they, they say, like, some sort of contractual thing, but what, what would be the basis? You'd think Tess would be uncontractable because he's Mr. Immunity or something. Nope, it's, it's uh, no one, Stone Cold. No one remembers that gimmick but me anymore. He's immune to he's immune from me listening to you. <laughs> so yeah, we get Taz versus Mr. Perfect, and I immediately uh thought that was a little bit odd considering we saw Taz in the in that backstage thing they said like the, the behind the scenes WrestleMania doing commentary. So I, I guess thought it was transitioning. Well, so. they were talking about during the WrestleMania behind the scenes thing that you could do commentary with a large amount of different people, not just the commentators. And it was sort of like the thing that fans can do is like commentate a match with whoever they want. Oh. And somebody picked Taz, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and so that's what it was. I thought it was like a, a situation where he was already, yeah, starting. Like, this was his, that was his, like, transitionary period, yeah. That, 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 that was, like, the indication was of, okay, now he's going to be behind, behind, the, behind the desk or whatever. He also commentated on Summer Heat. It's just, yeah. Release Heat! Release it. We Mr. we we want to see more Taz commentary. God damn it! Release Mr. heat. Mister Perfect attacks with a wild promo. Just he cuts a promo and hits him. Talking about how he's perfect. This match is okay. 
Like this does not stand out as a match. I feel like if shit these neck two were versus in their... shit neck versus shit back. My neck, my back. <laughs> anyway, like if these two were in their prime, this match would be awesome. Yeah, definitely. But, but, but sadly, both are pretty broken down, and also this match is short. Uh, like we get some basic spots. I noticed a couple of great signs. I don't know if it was for, during this match, but I saw uh, more strudel than a bakery, obviously referring to The Rock. And the sign that uh, became a standard sign in a, in pretty much every WWE game for years, the guy behind me can't see. Yes. <laughs> Such a dumb sign, but I love it. Ah, it's so good. Yeah, so we get some basic spots, and then, like, Taz wins with a Katahajime. Gets him with the Taz with mission. the Taz mission. Then we cut uh, to uh, Ric Flair in his war room, which is just him at a yeah. table with Arn Anderson. With Arn Anderson. And there's a Gentlemen, small glass of... Gentlemen, you can't boo in here. This is Flair's war room. There's a small glass of juice. This is not the of, woo room. With a bunch of straws and Splenda sweetener. Yeah, yes. or like they were like they were like coffee stirs, we think. Like They're, the little you know, red coffee thing you stirs stir. are just, just coffee straws. Sometimes it's like I, a little I, stirring straw. Why would you drink coffee with a straw? Because you That's don't want it. Because your tongue will hurt. <laughs> your tongue's gonna hurt no matter what. <laughs> it's coffee. I was when I first saw them. I legitimately thought they were uh, wrapped. Things of Twizzlers. <laughs> Woo, Twizzlers. <laughs> and uh, McMahon is getting ready in his war room, which I think is just his office. And Gentlemen, he is getting... you can't speak in here. This is Mr. McMahon's war room. <laughs> These are not war rooms. Where's the big map? And they are Vince is perusing small. all the information he needs to get ready for this draft, which is a binder with a single 8x8 eight eight of Kurt Angle on it. <laughs> Exactly. Pictures of Kurt Angle. I need more <laughs> pictures of Kurt Angle, damn it. <laughs> Which is how I prep for a lot of things. If, if, Hold on, we gotta... When I when I think of a war room, I think of a very large room with, you know, intersecting tables or just one big giant round table like like, like it's fucking Camelot. <laughs> you think so. You'd think that it'd be like a big meeting table, but it's just Vince at his desk. Hold on, we got to get ready for the draft. All right, now we're ready. <laughs> oh, why is that one too big? <laughs> Hold on, I need to try that again. Wait, where'd I... Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, I closed my Discord somehow. Oh, it fucking shoved an ad in my face. That's why. What the fuck? Oh, my, my picture was too big. It was trying to get me to do Nitro so I could post bigger pictures of Kurt Angle. Because apparently the picture I copied was too big. Anyway, oh no no we gotta we're not done we're, we gotta get we gotta get ready hold on you're right we gotta get ready oh, uh, there we go there we go all right our Discord right, is now ready. filled with pictures of Kurt Angle so this is now time for the draft yes uh, Vince McMahon comes out to a really cheap looking podium yeah it's like made of pipes it's like pipes and some really cheap glass. So Vince picks the number one pick, The Rock. The Rock. And The Rock is very angry about being drafted to the brand he made the name of. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, crowd chants asshole and The Rocks comes out. Be- they're chanting asshole at Vince. And Vince says, don't call The Rock an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Man, do I miss heels that deflected chants, you know? I love that shit. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, there needs to be more of that. More like, Chagunna do or more... <laughs> More, you know, if you say what if you sleep with your sister, just some yes. something to deal with the fucking acknowledge, crowd. Acknowledge the chance, goddammit. <laughs> like if they do CM Punk chance nowadays, I would just make a joke about how he's he's on the pan he's on the panel. <laughs> he's on the panel. He's on the panel. <laughs> I, I one of my favorite uh what chant deflections was the Miz saying, You all sound like a bunch of ducks. What 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 what? what? More bread. Um, during this, Vince says to he says to quote a famous comedian, "I put you, I brought you into this world. I can take you out." We had we were like, "What comedian is he quoting?" And then we looked it up. It was Bill Cosby. Yeah, we're live at Penn State. Woo! But at, <laughs> yeah, this episode is cursed. <laughs> at the same time, I was saying, you know. Yeah, Bill Cosby may have popularized it, but that's such a da- old school dad saying in general. So it's not really true. It, but I guess it, 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 did you know they changed? Really did you know they changed the name to State College, Pennsylvania? Ah, uh, no, I did not. I guess they wanted to get away from the from the unfortunate name. Yeah, Vince, <laughs> you'll have to. I, I you'll have to ex- uh, explain what's unfortunate about it. Uh, Penn State was the uh, was the university for the Jerry Sandusky uh, incident. Oh, yeah, right. Sex abuse. So this is so this is just a cursed episode all around. Anyway, uh, Rock does a promo. What I remember is he McMahon establishes about- rules if he goes to SmackDown. Like he can't say certain catchphrases. He can't talk about candy asses or. Like shoving things in people's ass, he's not allowed to touch Vince McMahon. He's not allowed to sexually harass Jonathan Coachman. That's that's my <laughs> that's not true. He he allows that. Uh, <laughs> Man, that should, he should do that. Honestly, you're not allowed to put your hands on Jonathan Coachman again. It's not. You're not allowed to say it doesn't matter what you think, because everything yeah, matters to me. You're my son, Rock. Like- at some point during Rock's promo, he talks about Rikishi's ass, and it's just like, can we not just do one oh, yeah, episode? Actually, Rock talks about all the things he did can on we, Raw. Can, uh, can we, for us, it you know how how there's that joke that everyone always does when it when the situation comes up where can we get beyond Thunderdome? For us, it's, can we get beyond Rikishi's ass? I was going to say, can we get around Rikishi's ass? <laughs> it feels like every episode of Rassle Boys we do, ass just gets involved somehow. <laughs> it's it's a consistent yes. amount of ass that you could set your watch to it. <laughs> okay. it's, a little, it's just a watch with a big fucking cheeks with a crack on it. Oh my god. Does anyone know what time it is? I mean Oh that's not Oh, I wanted the like the single really oh, short hold on, one. Hold on, I'll find it. I'll find it. 
understand it. I just want to know what time it is. It's important. I know, I know. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get the time. Give me a sec. I fucked up. There we go. Ass. There anyway. we go. Uh, got the time. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the rock starts a like a chant with the crowd of like "You are an asshole," and Jr. just mentions it sounds like we're at a Proctologist convention, <laughs> which is mm -hmm. a great line. I'm just imagining yeah. like this guy, yeah, I would know. <laughs> this guy in a hospital bed with his ass in the air, and there's a massive crowd of people trying to point out to a blind doctor <laughs> where the asshole is. I will say overall, I do. It is nice to hear most, for the most part, uh, Jr. and Jerry's commentary because most of the time they're they are doing a fairly good job of you know commentary on the match. But I, but I. What I I think that's missing from them is there's there's a is there not a lot of funny little moments? Occasionally, Lala had some good zingers, but not this week. I think. No, they were kind of phoning it in this week. I could tell. Uh, so Rock was saying whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa so many times it made me immediately think about you uh, think of Yosemite Sam. When I say whoa, I mean whoa. That's a botchamania <laughs> fucking stinger right there. Frank Flair uh, comes out next and reveals that his first draft pick is The Undertaker. Hold on, we need to talk about oh. the fact that The Rock is not made was not made by Rocky Johnson's penis. Oh, oh yes. Because yes. part Rock of the was... promo was like, you didn't make The Rock so and so didn't make the rock. My parents didn't make the rock. My, like, even okay. the rock's uh, jet, uh, rock's parents. Jet, I jet, don't know who my dad <laughs> is. La, 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 la. Look at the tongue. Look at the tongue. <laughs> look at the tongue. Look at the tongue. <laughs> I'm never gonna think of anything other than that. <laughs> the look at the tongue bit. Oh my god. All right. So yes, the number one draft pick for Raw, The Undertaker. Who is very pissed about this? For Undertaker some reacts in the back by getting up, grabbing his seat, and fucking slamming it <laughs> in anger. But it's like, I swear I remember this, and maybe I'm wrong. No, I've told, told you many times, Mega Fighter, you are not wrong. Undertaker clearly went into Ric Flair's office and. Persuade, try to persuade Rick into making him his pit first pick. You know what? You should right. draft. You should draft me. I won't get angry about it if you do. I swear. One week later. One, One week, week later. later. Damn it! Literally, fuck! Why did they draft me? Why? <laughs> so mad. <laughs> he he literally wanted Rick to pick him just so he could essentially make Rick's life miserable. This is what he wanted. And he got it, but now he's mad about it. Yes. I don't... What happened in the right... In, in, Why, in the, what gave him second thoughts to, like, from just, oh, yeah, I want you to draft me on Raw so I can torture you, to... One week later. And all of a sudden, he hates, <laughs> he hates being on Raw. <laughs> It wasn't even a full week. It was like, wasn't he like trying to shake him down on like Smackdown? Tuesday, Thursday? 
SmackDown. Yeah. Today is Thursday. In, in, in there's something weird happening. In, Tuesday, in the Thursday. Th in, yeah. in there's something happen weird happened in writing where, or did they just forget that happened? Right. Like this is nuts. Undertaker is wearing all black, like black leather coat, black shirt, black sunglasses, and a black hat. And I remember muttering something when he stormed out of the room. Go back to your Matrix convention, you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Biker Taker's gear continues to look fucking terrible. He, yeah. He's got the dry. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the dry. That is the opposite of... We, fight, we figured it out. Yeah, I, the dry is the opposite of drip. He's so dry, he's cracking. Hurt <laughs> uh, Angle can't fucking believe this. He can't believe that The Undertaker, who one week ago said he wanted to be drafted to Raw, got drafted to Raw. <laughs> and that he wasn't drafted first to SmackDown. I, Mr. McMahon talks about something, but I just noticed there's a picture of pheasants behind him, and that's the only note I wrote down. Uh. Yeah. He has like an art painting. He's a, he has an art painting of pheasants behind him. Shit, we need more pictures of Kurt Angle. <laughs> Oh shit! I put that in the wrong. Oh my god, that, that would go. that would have been there great if he just had if he had some <laughs> artist rendering of Kurt Angle. This changes my whole draft plan. Hold on, I gotta check my notes. <laughs> there you go. It's only funny because we're posting pictures of Kurt Angle, <laughs> and no one can see. It. I love how we're doing visual jokes in an audio. We're doing podcast. visual gags on an audio podcast. So, <laughs> you know, to be honest, we've done we we've done we did this before. There before, but it's just it's hilarious to point out that no one else can see what we're doing. It's, yeah, it's only funny to like me. <laughs> We yeah. mentioned we mentioned stuff that we're looking at, but we're not showing to the audience. And then we're, it was like, this, I might have to include a picture of Kurt Angle in the description. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be like the fucking picture. Like one of these is gonna be the picture we use for this episode, just yeah. because. And uh, when I listen back to the episode just to see how it turned out, I always think to myself. The audience can't see what we're talking about. The picture, you know? of, the the picture of Kurt Angle on the desk makes me think of, like, fucking Sonic 06, when the president... Or it was either oh, Adventure 2 not, or... It was Adventure 2, I think. Adventure yeah. 2 has the president like with the picture Shadow. of Sonic and Shadow on his fucking desk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we have a match, I believe, coming up. Uh, uh, Ed I'm sorry, I don't know this match, because my eyes fucking melted... Uh, yeah, yeah. We have Edge and DDP versus Christian and Booker T, aka Oh God, my eyes again. I mean, I guess this isn't as bad as another match coming up. You no, know, three of these guys' entrances blow out your eyes because Edge got the flashing, Christian's got like sparkles, and Booker T has the brightest fire on the planet. <laughs> Honestly, Edge is the worst because his is rapid fire. Yeah. All I have on here is good match. I don't really... It was a pretty good I, tag team match. Book T won after scissors. That kind of awkwardness between him and Edge didn't seem as prevalent, so it was yeah. actually pretty good. Yeah, this, I... Like, the matches were short, so I didn't have a lot of time to take up, like, my usual notes, but just having, like, good match is nice. I, I, honestly, when I watch Edge's entrance, I 
I feel like I'm I'm trying I like trying to remember if I actually saw this entrance when I was younger and and thinking if I did, man, I'm old now the, <laughs> that I can't stand to look at it. Now. I think it's also because you're just like you're sitting at a computer. You're much closer at your uh, like you're much <laughs> yeah. closer to the screen than when you were a kid watching it like on a TV. Just bright lights, good. <laughs> but yeah, I just it, but, I I never noticed it. It hurt my eyes that much before. Yeah, but like I, Ali, it's like Inuyasha told you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking well lit room with your eyes is with with not too much like not too close to the TV. I swear I to God, actually, we're gonna. Mega Fighter, I actually tried to see if I could find that. I cannot find it. I know, right? It's like it exists. I know it does. I saw it decades ago, but I can't find it now. Uh Booker it's T real. Booker T wins after some scissors, and from the McMahon War Room, he announces that his next choice is Kurt Angle. Who he oh didn't God. pick first. And uh, why, why Why was his binders full of Kurt Angle if he wasn't going to pick him first? I think, I, know, he right? had the, I think he just had the one binder with Kurt Angle, but it would have been funnier if it, it was. If he just had several binders of every Kurt one, Angle pictures. Every binder, every single fucking one is just pictures of Kurt Angle. You can't mm. lie to me. Tell me the goddamn truth. <laughs> Yeah, Kurt Angle is the first, uh, the second pick for SmackDown. So so far, so good. That'll Meanwhile, look, that'll I have the number, metal gives me ideas and bad. The number two pick for Raw, the entirety of the NWO, all NWO, all three of them, who are standing on top of each other with a like eighteen foot trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm NWO. Hi, I'm Kevin NWO. Uh. I'm old enough for this movie. <laughs> uh, I there's something just, wrong my, with my your... question remains. <laughs> the Eric Andre skit where he's buying the car. <laughs> <laughs> Open your jacket. No, I want to purchase your vehicle. <laughs> Why did I think of like the Eric Andre skit where he's the octopus, but it's all members of the NWO? No, I, I am, am the, the NW octopus. NW octopus. <laughs> <laughs> like Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, X Pac, Scott Norton, Buff Bagwell, fucking Conan, Sting with quote marks. <laughs> the NWO Sting. <laughs> <laughs> summer so my question here is why the fuck is rick flair drafting the nwo and also why are the nwo draftable i thought they were like an invading force i know they got signed by vince but still you'd think they'd be like free ineligible? agents because like yeah you think they'd be ineligible well, because they're the, an invading the nwo force. can't be controlled so that's why they're being drafted to one brand <laughs> yes by the guy who hates them yeah Holy fuck, this is so dumb. Vince called that they were going to pick the NWO I next, they, and he's pissed about it. I, I think they honestly did it just to be just to be shocking. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, Kurt Angle is suggesting to, to uh, 
Vince when he could pick instead to make up for the fact that, you know, the NWO is now not on his brand. And Kurt picks Chris Benoit. <laughs> I don't know don't if worry, we need we don't to... have to talk about him just yet. I was going to ask like if we needed to talk about him. <laughs> I feel like when he actually shows up on television, we'll talk about him. But no, they're just they're just bringing him up because he's a draft pick. We'll talk about him. Wait a wait a minute. Are you sure, are you sure are you sure it's not Landstorm? Ow! I dropped a bottle on my head. Ow! <laughs> see now, see now, Roxanne. That's what happens when you make stupid jokes. Allie gets hurt. <laughs> no, not again. All right, uh, and then I believe Ric Flair picks his number three pick, which is I don't Kane. remember any segment. Kane. It, also, the this NWR is in where... his office. This is around where I started realizing Flair's picks suck. Yes. <laughs> Flair doesn't know how to build a fucking roster. <laughs> he's picked he's picked a guy who hates him, the invading force that wanna hurt him. The, that wanna hurt him. And now Kane. Yes. Big Daddy Kane. A, Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Big Daddy Kane would be a much better one. So Tris Stratus uh, comes out. Because we got a match. Because she shows uh, up. Honestly, Kane, I, I think we said Kane was like the one pick that, uh, that wasn't that bad. Or at least uh, semi good. Semi good, I it guess. Just, it seems like but... he, he just he's like drafting old people and big guys. Yeah. <laughs> it feels more like a Vince McMahon you draft. Know, maybe that's what it, Maybe that's the idea. Maybe it's to make. It, the idea is for Rick to pick like McMahon pick. You would think McMahon would pick. Maybe that's yeah, the, maybe. But as a counterpoint, picture of Kurt Angle. <laughs> that is a good point. What what's wrong <laughs> with that picture of Kurt Angle? What the fuck? <laughs> I, think a, I think that's a video game picture. Yeah. <laughs> he looks weirdly long. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's like a real picture of Kurt Angle with a fake head. Yeah. yeah. Stretch Kurt his, Angle. I, his eyebrows are way too close together. So, so Tristrass versus Ivory is a match. And I feel bad because I did not give this match my full attention. But to be fair, none of us did because they brought up, like, on the sponsors, Mint Skittles. Mint yeah. Skittles. We were all like, wait, what? Is this we a spent thing? the rest of the match talking about uh, uh, Mint Skittles the whole to time. To be fair, that wasn't the only thing they talked about that was sponsored. They dropped like two fucking things on us at the same time. And I had to look up both because I was just genuinely curious. And the first one was Mint Skittles. The second one was a new album by the artist Custom. <laughs> Yes. And is and the album is fast. We looked this up. Custom is so like obscure to the music world that his fucking album is part of his like Wikipedia page. Hey, his it's album page. his album is part of his Wikipedia page. And it's the only album that's listed. So everything else is like unreleased or like not fucking never made. Never fucking made or something. And by the way, we listened we, to the music. We listened to some of the music from... We listened to his single. We listened to, like, his biggest single, uh, Hey Mister. And it sucks. It fucking sucks. <laughs> it's like a shitty John Mayer track. 
It's like if John Mayer collabed with like a new metal act. Like, I and got punched in the throat. When I listened to it, it, was like I was shockingly going, "Oh my god, I remember this." Rockman remembers this, which is impressive because I don't. And but just... then again, it it is Wikipedia does say he got he actually he got, got like, like banned from MTV because like there was pedophilic there was... themes in his music video. And then, like, the person who played, like, the daughter in the music video was like, no, no, I'm, like, I was, like, 22 at the time. That's stupid. He actually, the, the Hey Mister song actually peaked at number 28 on the Billboard mainstream rock charts and number 20 on the modern rock. First How the that, It was, like, fuck? 20 and 28, but I can't remember I was going to say, which. 2000s rock was bad. <laughs> 2000s rock was bad. We were just coming... Like, Kurt Cobain had killed himself, and then Grunge pretty much was done at that point. Yeah, 28 on the mainstream rock tracks and 20 on the modern rock tracks. Okay. Yeah, it, that must have been a case of people were just desperate for anything, I guess, at that point. Desperate for, for anything kind of at least slightly less miserable. But it's like, this sucks. <laughs> uh, the other songs that were in 2002, Hero by Chad Kroger and Josie Scott. <laughs> Oh my god, we the can't Zephyr get away from The Zephyr song by god. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, this is not too bad. I Stand Alone by Godsmack. <laughs> <laughs> I like Godsmack, come on. Uh, 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 stand alone. Uh, no One Knows by Queens of the Stone Age. Ooh. Great song. Coaches by Audio Slave. Ooh, that's also pretty good. Five Styles of the Rich and Famous by Good Charlotte. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That song. Okay, so so back to back to Tristratus versus Ivory. Oh, so what were hold the on! I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give you the top five, and I know this is a long segment, but number five, "The Middle" by Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my God! I forgot about that. Number song. three. <laughs> Wait, where's number four? By the way. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Wait, was number four, by the way, or was number three? Number two, Puddle of Mud. Or as You're I skipping number four, you asshole. <laughs> I no, have my reasons. Four. I'll tell you when I'm done. Okay. Okay. Blurry by one. Puddle of Mud, or Duddle of Pud, as I call them. <laughs> okay, number one. When I'm Gone by Three Doors Down. Three oh, Doors man. Down. Okay, really? Number four. Number okay, four sure. is okay. Strong by Trapped. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Oh. Oh, this episode is fucked, dude. Oh, my God. Chris Taylor Brown is coming, coming to yell at us. <laughs> they probably call us like some sort of ableist slur from the 2000s. We're not on Parlor. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> no one's on Parlor. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, back to the Trish Stratus vs. Ivory match. So what were the flavors of mint Skittles again? <laughs> uh, yeah, Trish Stratus versus Ivory. So there the was... match starts by the mint flavors are Cool Mint, Peppermint, Toffee Mint, Spearmint, and Sweet Mint. And apparently they were very bad and like only sold for like half a year. <laughs> I, I feel actually, bad. I, was, I actually looked at the, the the entries and I was I'm like I'm confused. There's like two diff. There's like freshman and then there's 
Skittles. Yeah, there's like a mint Skittles that was like sold. Like they also had a they also had a Skittles like a they mint. Skitters. They also had a Skittles with butter mint. There's like a mint Skittles and then a Skittles mint. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? And I think the Skittles mint was like sold in Europe or something. Mint, yeah. well, mint Skittles and Skittles mint. Man. <laughs> they also had confused Skittles. <laughs> they have, you know what? It's crazy about that. There's actually three different versions of the of the like the confused thing. Where uh, it's essentially it was like mixed the same, up mystery skittles a, and all that, or at least three different versions of the same idea where the flavors are mixed up, where the the flavors don't match what the color is. Yes. Uh, man, I believe Tristratus wins this match by the toffee mint kick. <laughs> I really uh, genuinely feel bad that we weren't paying attention to this match because it's like, I like Trish, I like Ivory, but at the same time, you can't just throw mint Skittles at us. And custom by <laughs> fast, or fast by custom. Fast by yeah. custom. Uh, we get the we get next the number four pick for SmackDown, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. And I think we noticed something for the first time. Hulk's theme's he, dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> they dubbed over his theme because I imagine it was Voodoo they didn't want to they it was Voodoo Child's Slight Return. They but, didn't want to pay uh, the Hendrix estate. They didn't want to pay the Hendrix estate, so it's just this generic ass Jim Johnson like bam 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 and like they're 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 strumming the fucking notes to the actual song, but they're not the notes to the fake song. They're dubbing over it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get, I think yeah, we get like a cut really commercial bad. or something. It, we do uh, cut to a commercial, and the, uh, I believe it was the yearly bikini special. Oh, the yeah. The Divas 2002 swimsuit issue. POV, you are Jerry Lawler. We're trying to be like Sports Illustrated. I do have a picture from the 2002 D Divas uh, swimsuit issue right here, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More fucking pictures occurring. <laughs> you know how in internet comment etiquette, whenever like someone posts something really bad, you reply with a picture of an old man. Every time someone yeah, suggests me to like, man. I'm just gonna send pictures of Kurt Angle to people Every I don't like. Every time we get a negative, like a really like negative comment on on a Rassel Boys, we're just gonna reply with pictures of Kurt Angle. We all have yeah. to reply with pictures of Kurt Angle. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I'm. A, I am down with this plan. You got it. <laughs> I immediately think, why is Hogan still wearing NW colors on his tassels? Great my, question. My gear's not in, brother. <laughs> they they haven't fitted him for red and yellow yet. I would come back and Flair finally gets a good pick for Raw. Pick number four: Rob Van Dam, the Intercontinental Champion, Mister Opening Match. Mr. Opening Match. <laughs> Rob Van Dam. It's Actually, very good, good, but pick. it's just a very odd pick. Like, there's no pattern to this pick. There's no pattern. There's no idea. Oh, like, wait. If I, don't think, I don't think... Uh, no, wait. I don't think we... Did Hogan come out during that? Because I'm i not sure if he did. He no, did, because no. that's why we talked about Voodoo Child. Okay. All he did was Voodoo he came Child. out and played guitar. Chudu Vild. Chudu Vild. Yes. Uh, uh, we get another a quick pick for SmackDown number five. Billy and Chuck, the tag team champions. So, Kurt, so uh, Vince's picks are still going strong. 
That's not even sarcasm. Billy, Billy and Chuck, Chuck top ten. They've, they've been a top tier tag team so far. They've been really a really good team. They they gel well together. They're consistent. Is the thing I like about them. They're consistent. They're always staying in good shape and stretching. They know each other well. They give they each other weighted manager. chocolates. They give each other weighted <laughs> chocolates. Uh, then we get the... We're at the top of the hour. We're at the top of the hour, and the NWO are backstage getting ready for a match. For some reason, Xbox has nunchucks. <laughs> yes. I feel like that actually wasn't this wasn't that some uh, them going to re actually I think this was them going to wreck him complaining. No, I think that might have been earlier. But either way, that was earlier because Hogan okay. and Rock are teaming up. Yeah, Hogan and Rock are teaming up against the NWO in a handicap match, and yeah, uh, I guess a part of X Pac's gimmick that we've always kind of forgotten is that he had like martial arts background of some sort. Or at, so least they played up, like, or at least they played up that he did because he... They played it up because he does kicks. I, yeah. I trained with and, Steve Blackman for like a week. <laughs> he does kicks, therefore martial arts, right? That's how it works, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like how this was when they started showing off, like during this match, they started showing like a draft kicker or a draft ticker. Yeah. Like for like all the... They had, like, a, little, they go, had a little Kyra... It had like a little Chiron of like who's going where. That was, that was cool. Like I like that. I like the little things, you know. It's like, oh hey, draft ticker. Uh, we're trying to be the new the CNN. <laughs> yeah, like ESPN or something. This is WWF. Uh, so this was mostly just a match. Like this was just some sports entertainment shit. Like I saw doing tag. I saw the sign uh, that I I kind of liked, which was "Bad Rock, no pie." <laughs> Bad Rock, no pie. I know there was one, and I can't I can't remember the wording. What was it was like to be the undisputed champion, you have to win like the NWA World Title or yes. something. I can't be the undisputed champion unless you win the NWA title. Yeah, that's our that I think is our sign of the week because that sign was really funny. It was. That's that's just that is as insanely clever just to think that up. Yeah. Uh, NWO and win with DQ. Kane comes in, has had uh, enough of this shit. During during like a spot where it's like everyone's kind of fighting, X Pac just kind of stands there and does a nunchuck display mid match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he is he cannot fling those nunchucks at all. No. But yeah, so Kane runs in and just starts beating up the NWO for reasons that I don't really understand. I think they might have made fun of Kane at some point. Because he was feuding uh, with Kurt Angle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Last... For what that was worth. Uh, but yeah, they... they... Yeah, they the they play the music for the NWO, but then they <laughs> but then Kane hits like they hit Kane's pyro, even though I don't think he even raised his arms. Yeah, he never did the top. His arms were just... down and the pyro just blew up. <laughs> and yeah. then they played his music, and it's like, but he did the run-in. He didn't he wasn't in the match. Why are you playing his music? I fucking hate this. This is the this is the thing that I'm gonna complain about forever of just like inappropriate music cueing. Where it's like, he lost the match. Play his music. Yeah, that's a good point. If you lost the match, why, 
Why is your music being played? We get we we then do a backstage for uh, where Flair and McMahon argue, and they all just go like, "Well, I picked this one. I picked this one." Basically, so um, Rick Flair dressed Booker T. Number five pick for Raw. Number five pick for SmackDown Edge. Then the number six pick for Raw, The Big Show. <laughs> oh wait, and, that makes sense actually, because Big Show was in WCW. Yes. And then the number seven pick for SmackDown, Rikishi. I wrote down the note, this is dumb. It's a big cheek. <laughs> yeah, he started to say so the, the, the big cheek, Rikishi. <laughs> and he cut himself off. Oh. Uh, I, I talks about I how actually, he'll sit on his fucking I, face. I actually appreciate that they had this thing where Vince and Rick just did a game of I can outpick you and just did a bunch of picks at once. There needed to be more of that during the show and less of the segments of them having come out and announced just one pick. I know. I feel like there's just got to be a better way to do this. Anyway, we have uh, we have our next match. Jeff Hardy with Matt Hardy and Lita versus Billy Gunn with Chuck Palumbo and Rico. Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, I don't remember much of this match besides the fact that Lita did, like, a Hurricane Rana, a really awkward, like, Hurricane Rana to Rico. I'm I'm just at least glad that Jeff Hardy's not wearing panties on his head tonight. Yeah, he, yeah. he looks normal today. As normal as Jeff Hardy can look. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just remembered the next segment, but, uh, you know, just another singles match that I thought was going to be a tag match because I always end up thinking that for some reason. Were you there, when Hulk, have... were you there when Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the Giant? <laughs> no, but I was there when Triple H sawed a car, car in half. I was there when Jeff Hardy wore panties on his head. I was there when APR went to a gay bar. I was there when Bradshaw said he wasn't going to rape Becker Romain Stamos. <laughs> I was... I was... I was there when Undertaker took David Flair to the shower. Oh, God. <laughs> I was there when, when, when Chris Jericho ran over a dog. <laughs> yes. I was there when Hogan ran into the rock with a semi-truck. I was there when... Fuck, I can't think of one now. <laughs> I was there when Allie accidentally played the N-word on, on the episode. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, they do they do like a bit where it's like one of those like I was there for this moment, like showing like, hey, wrestling fans are cool or WWE fans are cool, WF fans, whatever. But we just want we want a version of that from like if we get big enough, where it's just our fans like going like I was there when like and then something really dumb happening. <laughs> yeah. I was there when when Booker T was called buckwheat on crack. <laughs> <laughs> I was there when Kurt Angle started dropping fat rhymes. I was there when Kurt Angle did the Angle Rooney. I was there when Russell Boys made the joke that you have a two out of three chance of getting autism from the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, we get some more picks. We get, like, the controversial pick. Number seven for Raw, Bubba Ray Dudley. Number eight for SmackDown, Devon Dudley. Why would you draft these two separately? Well, I think it was a case of Bub 
because Bubba got drafted, that means Devon automatically. You can goes you can draft a unit, right? Yeah, in fact, Flair did that. So why is he not drafting the team? I specifically want Devon. Like why? They both did like a team draft. Flair drafted the NWO, and McMahon drafted Billy and Chuck. What the fuck? Why did we need to separate these two? They were great together. And they were barely pushed when they were separate. Yeah. Pretty much. Just, what the fuck? I I need, Devon's gonna get me coffee. Ah. Pretty much. Uh, we get we get a match, I say in generous terms. It's Rikishi versus William Regal. But before I can even ask if it's for the European title, Brock Lesnar comes out and murders Rikishi. Yes. Um you you missed something very important about this Regal versus Rikishi match. Yes. Clock Stoppers starring French Stewart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fucking clock stoppers. Fucking clock stoppers, yeah. <laughs> Woo! You gotta watch that slows down you time. So, you guys are so excited about this because so, I don't Clock Stoppers was a like a 2002 Nickelodeon movie about a like a kid who uh whose like dad makes like a magic or like a super science watch that like can like slow down time and stop time. And also fucking French Stewart's in it. Hmm. Well, it's I think just like one of the I, most I think the reason that, that I don't know about this is because this is coming from someone who for years never got to watch Nickelodeon and I was definitely was, not this watching was like it on this theatrical time. release. Also, um we make a clock stoppers reference in our book that we're releasing. Yeah, we make a clock stoppers reference in, in our in our book. We love oh, clock stoppers okay. because of how dumb it is. It is wonderfully dumb. Um, Paul Heyman looking kind of destitute. <laughs> I should note though, Clockstoppers, by the way, is directed by Jonathan Frakes. No way. Wait, God, no, no, we it, no, we fired you. Get out. Get out. I thought we had Duke Nukem. Pure fiction. We, I, we fired both of them. Wait, how did, hey, did, you get did in we here? fire you, Jonathan Frakes? It's a total fabrication. It never happened. It never happened. Oh, okay. Get out of here, Riker. Not this time. It never happened. It's false. It never happened. It's a fake. It's fiction. It's an urban legend that never God. happened. No way. We got you. Not oh, I got he got us. He got us. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking Jonathan Franks. <laughs> Every time. We're at WWF New York where Jazz is slightly uncomfortable looking. Very. Still stiff on the mic. She's not so. booked. <laughs> She's just kind of talking about how she's going to beat up Trish or something. Bitch. And how uh, she, uh, she, uh, she's the baddest she, bitch and she, she can be on both shows. Uh, she's basically talking about, like, she doesn't care if if it's Trish or Alita. I think she's basically calling out both of them and saying, um, okay, I, I can kick both your asses. Why, why is the women's division, like, co-branded? Why can't it just be just draft, like, the entire division to Raw? You can't possibly have that many women that you can have, like, significant feuds on both shows for for all your women yeah right 
Like, I feel like there's less than 10 women in the whole division. See, there's like Jazz, Trish, sometimes Jacqueline when she's not a referee, Tori, Tina, Ivory, Tori, Molly Holly, Stacey Keebler. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that is it. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have our number eight pick for Raw, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, who I feel is way too early and new to be drafted already. I feel like he should have been a free agent. Oh, yeah, there was this whole argument between Rick and McMahon about who's pick Rock, who got to pick Brock first. I feel like that should have been like a thing where like Paul comes in and just Vince says, says he gets to pick. Vince says he gets to pick Brock, but he'll give Rick two. And then Rick doesn't want to. So Rick takes Brock. Yeah, it, basically Rick is like, you're changing the, you're trying to change the rules, Vince. I'm not going to go that so way. So Vince picks Mark Henry. Fair, a fair pick. Not appearing tonight, but I can't wait. <laughs> uh, so that's number nine pick for SmackDown. The nine pick for Raw, William Regal. Decent pick. Decent pick, yeah. Vince uh, one-ups him by picking Maven. Maven! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> hardcore champion. Is he still Woo! hardcore champ? Yes. He oh, didn't okay. lose it in that match because Brock interrupted and destroyed everybody. Uh, and the number 10 pick for Raw, Lita. That draft sucked. I'll be honest. Like, Vince, some good starting picks, but I didn't understand most Vince of them. Vince is like, why'd you draft a woman? Uh. <laughs> you yeah, pervert. Honestly, uh, either this was intentionally done. Uh, this doesn't really seem like intentionally done to make McMahon seem like he made the superior picks. And also... Like I said earlier, it really does seem like maybe it was almost intentionally done to make Rick look like he was picking like McMahon, essentially. I don't know. It's very strange. It was very strange, very dumb. Maybe one day me and Allie will do a draft of this of this roster, of all the picks they have, including the online ones, and we'll fucking figure out a better drafted setup than this. I will maybe. tell you the draft, though. Yes. I know it's a lot, but this is just because the brain split's happening and I want to know who's on each roster. So, right. um, number 11, Billy Kidman. <laughs> for, uh, that was for Smackdown. Raw? Smackdown. Okay. Raw gets Bradshaw. I think we're going to be dealing with that on this, the upcoming week. If Smackdown gets yeah. Tadiri. Raw gets Stephen Richards. Third, uh, SmackDown gets Chris Jericho. Raw which gets is a Matt Hardy. Like the match, which is a result of the main event match. Raw gets Matt Hardy. SmackDown gets Ivory. Raw gets Raven. Raven. Maven. What? <laughs> SmackDown gets Albert. Raw gets Jeff Hardy. Oh, I just want to know. Lita, Matt, and Jeff all drafted to Raw. <laughs> Yep. But individually, instead of as, like, the Hardy Boys or Team Extreme. Yep. Seems Weird. like a waste of picks. What the like, hell? You burned three picks. You, you could just could have brought them in as over as a unit. Um, Hurricane, you did already, Rick. Jesus Hur Christ. Hurricane goes to SmackDown. Mr. Perfect goes to Raw. El Snow goes to SmackDown. Spike Dudley goes to Raw. Lance Storm goes to SmackDown. SmackDown. D'Lo Brown goes to Raw. <laughs> 
Yeah, D-Lo I remember that. Brown. D'Lo Brown still wrestles. Wow. DDP goes to SmackDown. That's the European title. Paige Falkenberg. <laughs> yeah, Paige Falkenberg. Uh, Sean Stasiak still getting work. Tori Wilson goes to SmackDown. Terry goes to Raw. Scotty Too Hottie goes to SmackDown. Jacqueline, Jacqueline goes, to goes to Raw. Raw. Stacey Keebler goes to SmackDown. Goldust goes to Raw. Christian goes to SmackDown. Trish goes to Raw. Test goes to SmackDown. Raw goes to Just Incredible. Just Incredible goes to Raw. Raw does not go <laughs> Raw to Raw is Just Incredible. <laughs> Raw is Just Incredible, yeah. I didn't know Just Incredible was even on the... Farouk in WWE. goes to SmackDown. He was in the X Factor. Big Bob, oh, right. Big Bob Man goes to Raw. Goes to Raw. Big Raw Man. Taz goes, goes to, to SmackDown. Smackdown. Tama Dreamer goes to Raw. Hardcore Holly goes to SmackDown, and Crash goes to Raw. Val Venus, or listed as the Big Valboski, yeah, <laughs> went Smackdown. to SmackDown. Mighty Molly went to Raw, and Mr. Irrelevant, Harry <laughs> <Saturn>. Saturn. <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant is the name of anyone who gets picked last in the draft. Because that is how little, on, that is how bottom of the barrel you are. Anyway, so we got our IC title match. Yes. Kurt Angle versus Rob Van Dam. This match should have been good. I love that Kurt tried to win the match immediately before the bell rang by Germs and suplexing the shit out of RVD. That was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. (laughs) But uh, I forget, like, what was shitty about this match? It just wasn't that great. It just sort of DQs out. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, RVD bumps Tim White at one point, and RVD uh, Tim White calls for the DQ, and that's just oh, right. it. And it's like that's disappointing. Edge runs in. Edge runs in. Does a belly to belly throw, which is fucking awesome. Does a belly to belly to Kurt Angle? That's pretty cool. I think I know. And then all the refs ran in. <laughs> all the refs ran in to hold down Edge, and Kurt yeah. Angle's leaving. It's, it's like they just all the refs came. It's like. Why do you need this many refs to break the these two? Up? I don't. I I don't know what came next after this. I noticed that Kurt Angle needs chapstick because he keeps busting his lip open. He's busting his lip or his mouth, so either he needs chapstick or he needs to brush his fucking teeth. There was an he interview to- with Michael Cole. I swear they played some sort of segment thing. I really. That I ba- vaguely remember, but I need to like I need a reminder because all I have is a joke on here on my notes. I think this is uh, Michael Cole talking to Steph about the stipulation for the the Jericho Triple H Stephanie match. Yeah, yeah. What was the segment that I was remembering? Because it was like I think it was like some sort of video package thing or something. All I remember was the music sounded vaguely like the Psyche Taxi like song from Danganronpa V3. Like do 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 do. That's a deep cut. Uh, it is a deep cut. <laughs> Says the guy who has also made Danganronpa references on this podcast. Shut up. <laughs> Jericho comes out and walks by a crouching bald man. It's Pass never brought up. Center. Pass through the center. Anyway. But yeah, we have our main event. Mega Fighter 
go pick up hookers in your brain taxi and let me narrate this. Uh, <laughs> I would, but Godfather won't connect his phone. <laughs> Hook your phone up, Godfather. Uh, he won't. He won't reset his number. Oh, also, I was there when they called the Godfather, and it didn't Speaking pick of, up. Speaking of which, uh, when did, where did Godfather get drafted, or is he not drafted? He didn't. God, he just didn't. <laughs> He just didn't. <laughs> okay, weird. <laughs> weird because he's at the APA's like goodbye party later. Yeah, that was <laughs> okay. So, yeah, and Godfather that... goes to <laughs> the true. The true Godfather goes to heat. True, Mister Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he was just done. I don't know. I'm gonna look this up because I'm legitimately curious. I feel like he did more after this, but who knows? <laughs> but yeah, Triple Fred main event uh, for the undisputed title: Triple H versus Chris Jericho versus Stephanie McMahon. The amount of times, His final by the way, match. By the way, the, the amount of times the commentary uh, during this match and before that they have mentioned what will happen, uh, what could happen. Uh, because of the stipulation of this match where, you know, Steph got it changed, so she's made it a triple threat, so she could potentially win the title. They will not, did not shut the fuck up about that. It was really fucking annoying. Uh, yeah, his last match is apparently going to be on a June 2004 taping of SmackDown, so we got him for a while. But mostly, he's just on Jacked. <laughs> Yes. And he at least jacked. <laughs> and maybe don't at least jacked. I want to go but I want to m- mention that Hey. I still think- I want a W I want a WWF jacket with my friends, okay? No you don't. <laughs> That's their catchphrase. I still jack jacket with your friend. Been, I still think there should have been a thing where Jericho uh, uh, go was like what the fuck was Stephanie thinking by doing this? Like she just made things harder I for herself. I did that like last week at the backstage, but on Thursday but, nights. But come up and jack yeah. your son off, or, or like, or at least yeah, or have him have a segment of him coming up to her and ask ask her why would you do that? That was dumb. You'd think they'd just be in on it, and then just like Jericho would quickly roll Stephanie up, and hey, she stays, she stays in the company. He's got the title back. Win win, but no, she tries to like have a competitive match here with Jericho and Triple H, which is stupid. Well, she starts out by like pushing out Hunter and then falling on her back to Jericho could pin her, but she changes her huh. mind later. Why not just stick with the plan? They probably I... had an opportunity to do it. So, so uh, Triple H, I don't know, if, I don't know if he had come out to it again, but before this, uh. But I, I, I was so thankful that Triple H was back to his Motorhead theme. But I was also thinking, given how often they had been ever, they were advertising the Forcible Entry album, you'd think they'd have him coming out to the Drowning Pool one. Here come the pain. Wait, wait, wait which Motorhead theme? That doesn't narrow it down. Pain. He doesn't have the King of Kings one yet, Mega Fighter. Yeah, but that's still, but that's still a Motorhead theme. And he's not in evolution. Not yet. That's true. 
That's true. He is evolution, not evolution is a scientific concept. <laughs> nice. Evolution is a theory. <laughs> creation, creation is Triple H. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. The Earth is 4,000 years old. <laughs> Triple H wins, so Stephanie's fired. And Ric Flair was also 4,000 years old. <laughs> Steps out. And yeah, she gone. very comically gets dragged out by security. Yes. And, that, and that's, just the, that's just Raw. And, and that, Triple H, that, Triple H uh, gets the, uh, has the audience ser- start, gets the audience to start serenading her with na 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 na, hey hey hey, goodbye. Yeah. So now that's really starting to pick up. And now we 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 go to SmackDown, which is not immediately in draft care. This is like the the lingering like like amount of pre-draft stuff they got to do. Here's the thing. I thought that the brand split would start with SmackDown because Raw was the draft, but no, this is just another episode of Raw or another yeah, episode of SmackDown. We, I think that's we all thought that. No, it's just it just this is like okay, we still got just some le- like leftover stuff to deal with after the brand extension. Then we're starting it at, like fresh on Raw. So SmackDown comes to you live from First Union Center in Philly. Yep. One of the first things I noticed is there's a guy sitting directly behind Jerry and Cole wearing a green lantern shirt that is giving off this really creepy look. Yeah. <laughs> is he like kind of hovering over a kid or is that a different guy? Uh, no, I don't think he is. He's, but it, he is kind of his head is slightly to the right of them. So it's just like. There was also a dude with an outsider shirt, which was cool. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we started off with a Thunder match, a.k.a. Booker T versus DDP. Yes. Then uh, then Brock comes in. Like, we're enjoying the match, but then Brock comes in and murders DDP, so. Yep. Action over. I don't know when I saw the sign uh, on SmackDown, but I per- if it weren't for the sign we talked about on Raw, this would have been my sign of the week. Repo Man took my car. Repo Man <laughs> took my car, pretty good. Uh, uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle comes out and he's angry. The crowd starts like chaining at him, and he just replies that you guys better respect Stephanie and what she's been through, or I'm gonna wrestle all every single member of the audience. <laughs> I'm gonna wrestle yeah. all of you. And then he starts getting out of the ring like he was gonna fucking do it. <laughs> oh man. Until Vince comes out, but I feel I don't think he should have stopped him. I know. I would watch I would watch Kurt Angle wrestle an entire crowd and angle slam all of them. Yeah. This this promo goes on for a while because it's like Kurt Angle comes out, he does his talking, then Vince comes out and he does his talking. And then Triple H comes out. And Here does his talking. Here comes the me. Here comes the me. Here comes Triple Triple H two belts. Triple H is wondering why everyone says, including Vince, that he's a bad influence. Here's a montage of me hurting Stephanie. Yes. Kurt Angle wants a I... match. He doesn't even care if it's a title match. He just wants to wrestle. 
I think actually Triple A says, oh, you think of a bad influence? You haven't seen anything yet. But eventually, I think I think Ric Flair also comes out. I don't remember if he says anything. Oh, yeah, he says stuff. Because then I think Triple it, H is just looking at him problem? like a what? fucking admiring fanboy. Oh, yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah. I remember. Uh, yeah. Because Vince came out and basically said he uh, was, you know, set, was mad that Triple H got Stephanie gone. So now he's going to make her his life a living hell. And that's when Triple H basically says, oh, you, you think I was a bad fluid? You ain't seen nothing yet. I'm going to make your life a living hell. Uh, but yeah, this is a long, long segment of talking just to get to the point of they're going to have a tag match at the top of the hour. Yep. It's going to be Kurt Angle and Vince McMahon versus... Uh, Rick Flair and Triple H. Triple H and Rick Flair and Triple H. The Dudleys are angry that they're being broke up, but they want that belt for one last time, so they want to take on because, Billy and Chuck. Well, if they, if, they, if, they beat, if they beat Billy and Chuck, they might not have to separate. Yeah. I guess. But if they don't, if they lose, and hey, at least they one last time in Philly, right? One last time, we're going to put a guy through a table. <laughs> Russell Boys, you're one source for for wrestling-based Hamilton jokes you didn't think you wanted. Wrestling-based Hamilton don't. and Danganronpa jokes. That's clearly what they're here for. Uh, clearly what you're here for, ladies and gentlemen. Also, Bubba has a mean shiner on one of his eyes. Like his fucking he does. His, yeah. his, like his, the whites of his eyes are red with blood. Right, it's I, nasty looking. I have to say, this tag match between the two of them was actually, I think, the best match of the whole week. Yeah, it was really good. Was, I, I noticed when fucking the Dudleys came out that they have different nameplates now, and they had to do, introduce them separately. Like yeah, uh, like that, like ones on Raw and ones on SmackDown. It's like it, that's basically, uh, it's like way to give away that you're gonna separate them. Also, why do this if the brand extension isn't like in effect yet? Also, here's one of my favorite signs. It's a sign that just says, "This is neat." <laughs> this is neat. <laughs> That's a very that's a very alley sign. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I I I heard this exchange during uh, on commentary, Jerry said uh, saying that Rico did Halle Berry's hair, and Cole saying something like, "What was he doing before that? Parking cars?" And then like fucking, and then fucking like Jerry Lawler's like, "No, I said he was doing Halle Berry's hair." Fucking don't interrupt me. Uh, but yeah, yeah, match was good. Uh, match was real. There was really a bunch solid. of like Jerry Lawler going like, ah, oh, they're showing affection for each other. They're so gay, and it's like they're brothers, King. But they're kayfabe brothers, but they're still brothers. So it's like, ah, oh, look at them. Oh, they're gonna kiss now. That's so gay. It's like, are you stop it? We're born stop in the same Jerry town, Lawler. making us gay. We we have we have the same dad, therefore we're gay. Who was their dad? It was like Willie Loman Dudley. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was like a traveling merchant and he fucked a bunch of women. That's how like the whole Dudley family came about. That's why you have like Bubba and Devon and Spike and Big Dick and like Snod and Dudley Dudley and Dances and, with Dudley. And and, and don't forget Stein Dudley. And, and sign guy Dudley and monster Sign-Guy energy Dudley. penis Dudley, <laughs> monster energy 
penis Dudley, yes. <laughs> what happened after and this? Chimpanzee, and chimpanzee tsunami Dudley. Dudley. Oh, yes. <laughs> Monkey rainstorm <laughs> Dudley. Okay, so uh, the match almost goes in the Dudley's favor. Then, like, Devon gets pulled away. I think, like, oh, Rico distracts the ref. Devon goes to beat up Rico. And that leaves Bubba alone to take a to take um to take the one and only or the famouser. Yes. Yeah. What's the famouser? And that uh, that ends the the Dudleys as a team. That's the end of the Dudleys still... for two thousand two. Also for two thousand two. It's it's it. That's it. That's <laughs> it. They are now they are now on separate brands. But they do like get to put like. I think they put Chuck through a table and then they say hi to Billy's penis. Yeah. And then though they do the hi to the penis, then they do the table. Or yeah, one of the two. Anyway, uh, it go? uh we cut we cut to the APA's office. And it turns out they were also drafted like William Regal predicted, except William Regal was one hundred percent wrong. Because <laughs> they got drafted to different brands. Yes. Oh, that's a cursed Kurt Angle right there. Mega Fighter's been posting Kurt Angle this whole time. I, I scroll up, and it's only, it's all Kurt Angle. I've been posting pictures of Kurt Angle for ten minutes. At various, at various phases of neck. <laughs> and also one of All the way from, like, figure. normal Kurt Angle to, like, small tree trunk neck Kurt Angle. There's like a there's like a collage of Kurt Angle. I posted a picture of an action figure at one point. <laughs> Wait, hold on, let me, let me. I gotta find that one. I've been put. It was like the second to last one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like posting those for ten minutes. <laughs> What's all this Kurt Angle doing here? <laughs> I was waiting for someone to notice. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, we cut to the APA's office. Stand I think the, the cameraman, <laughs> the does the cameraman go through the door? Because I think the cameraman like no, the, cam- the cameraman it. goes through the like around the door. Unbelievable! No fucking yes. manners on no the APA's last manners. day. APA's I was, last I day. I was the one who noted that, that they're like, sad. Going through the door. They're sad that they're breaking up. Fucking Tajiri comes in to give everybody beer, and yeah, he, he brings, brings them some sake. I brought you. No. Some, I brought you uh, some sake. You have sake? Yeah, I did rounds in Japan before. I've had sake, strong stuff. <laughs> I wish no. Uh, but then it's like you know they tell him to get more beer, but to leave Tori so she can play strip poker. Yes, and she immediately agrees to this. Which is is this? I, I, I'm like really. <laughs> You're funny. To be fair. <laughs> To be fair, she fucking cleans them out later. Yes. So, no one, told, well, no one she, said she, she was uh, a cart. Actually, what she I think she does is she completely trolls them later is what happens. Well, not just that, but you can also see, like, like in the later one, Bradshaw and Farouk don't have their shirts on. Oh, so, did so they? He, oh, okay. Yeah. And she's still fully clothed, so... Yeah. But yeah, so the Hardys weren't split up because they're like... They're they're interviewed after like they weren't the split AKA up. They thing. were just picked one at a time, as we pointed out. So it's like God, Flair, you suck at making draft picks. 
Why do I have the note? The mask makes it even better. Okay. Uh, well, first off, the Hardys weren't split up. So Matt and Leader are talking. And, like, Jericho's upset because he got drafted to SmackDown. And uh, Matt Hardy calls him a has-been. Jericho has a shirt. Jericho has a shirt? Yeah, he was wearing a shirt, and he kept, like, pointing to the shirt. Huh. Like, look at my shirt. As soon as Matt Hardy says that, Jericho jumped, uh, uh, basically... Uh, as they're as Matt Hardy and Leader walking away, he runs and hits them, and 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 hit, and they both fall. And then he's like, "I am not a has been. I have not been in a bin. God damn it! I do not. I am not a homeless man who, who hangs around in garbage. I eat garbage. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do to you what I did to a native pre Hardy. You hear me?" <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah that rock that talks to hogan match. rock talks to hogan about kamala and bundy and does impressions of them yes that's right oh yeah because they're talking about how they're going to be tagging with kane tonight yes they're facing off against the nwo and that's where the rock like kane comes in and fucking steals the steals the week steals yeah, the fucking angle. week with the hulk hogan and rock impressions yes what you gonna do when 50,000 Canaanites and Hulkamaniacs or 60,000 yeah 60,000 of his Canaanites I love that they didn't try to millions of rock fans and and 20,000 20,000 Hulkamaniacs and 20,000 Canaanites yeah they're doing like full on just like just he's doing like a Hogan rock style promo and then he does the and then he does the Hogan po- as as he says, "What you gonna do when we run around on you?" He starts doing the Hogan poses, and then he immediately and then he immediately shifts back to serious after being really goofy, which I thought was great. That's always the advantage Kane had over the Undertaker. He could do goofy shit and just make it work for him. Yes. But yeah, that sets up the uh, the top of the hour match. I forgot the fucking Triple H Ric Flair thing was actually the main event match. Yes. I was mistaken. Uh, Hogan's dub theme comes in and he comes out extremely slowly. It fucking kills our eyes. Kills our eyes. This match is brought to you by Hungry Man. Oh yeah. yeah. Hogan uh, Hogan obliterated our eyes worse than Edge, I think. It's just a bad night for fucking vision. If you and have that, if you have that, the NWO, don't watch this week. and then the NWO do the same thing with their scoop entrance. It's blinding. Why I'm just our eyes were were destroyed so much we be, all became a racer head from right. uh, Hero Academia. Just ah, God, eye eyes. So here's the thing about like the NWO entrance. Usually, it's not as bad with the strobe lights because they're at like half frame rate. Yes. But that wasn't a thing this time. So we were like, so it was actually like fast enough to actually register as pain. Yeah. This so, is one, so if we. This is easily one of the most painful experiences I've ever had watching a show. So sadly, we didn't have much notes on this match because we couldn't see what the fuck was happening. But, uh,. I do know. Hogan I do know that uh, Hogan and Rock beat the NWO again, and, and I just 
And me and Mega Fighter are kind of talking about it just seems like the NW is just losing all the time. They aren't a threat despite won? the initial hype. Have they won a single match clean? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> like, I feel like they haven't won a single clean. Maybe, like, Scott Hall beating Spike Dudley, but that's not a match. That's just that's just slaughter at that point. I think they might have won one match, maybe, early on. I, th- I think it was one, mm-hmm. when it was Hogan was still with them. Or maybe, maybe. but maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember. Maybe like Austin and Rock versus no, that was after that was after WrestleMania. No, that was just before WrestleMania. They might have won that match, but then we get Chris Jericho versus Matt Hardy, which was an okay match. Jericho Matt Hardy was okay. Jericho won. He attacks Lita. He attacks Lita. Cause it's it's that time of the uh, of the of the of the year. Everybody's backstage with the APA now, including Funaki. <laughs> Funaki, Godfather, like Hurricane's there and passes out in his own liquor because he can't fucking handle his drinks. Yeah. Oh wait, no, that's later. But there's a big, just happy APA party. Like. Everyone's excited. Was this where we had like the spot where like Tori strips? Look, she uh, takes off like yes, that little. Yes, and also jewelry. Christian flips the fuck out at a game of oh, yeah. poker. I he yeah. gets upset. I gotta Basically, be naked. Yeah, they think they think they think Tori's gonna like uh, strip off something like pants or panties, but no, she just gets, she just takes off a piece of jewelry, and they all just like go, and then they all like go, oh, man. And Christian is upset because he was, like, close to, like, a straight flush or something. <laughs> he just starts banging the table. Ah, uh, man, it's the worst. I immediately think he go, he's, he's banging the table going, ow, 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 my hand, ow, my hand, ow, my hand. So then we have an intercontinental title match, Rob Van Dam versus our boy Test. Our boy Test. Hell yeah. Test is uh, very good wet. Match. <laughs> yes. Test is very wet. But uh I'm I'm upset because fucking Earl Hebner. So like there's a point where like like Tarvin goes for the sunset flip. The same thing same thing he did before in a uh previous match where uh, he 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 gets into Earl Hebner's face for like not counting. And he's like, "You don't want to," and he shoves him. So he and, and then he like Earl Hebner shoves him back into a move by RVD. And just to, and because of this, um, Hebner fast counts him. Basically, test uh, 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 does like a, I think he does like an abdominal stretch and grabs the rope. Earl Hebner does a jumping upward kit to kick his hand off. No, no, the no. Road. It wasn't an abdominal stretch. It was um it was he was going he like RVD was going for the sunset flip. And like he grabbed like like um uh Tess grabbed the ropes to keep from from going over, from falling. And fucking Hebner kicks the ropes like the unprofessional shitbag he is. He did a jumping upward kick, which is the the craziest thing I've ever seen a ref do in my life. It's like and what then, the fuck. And then in the finish, he fucking fast counts him. Yes. Earl screwed test. Earl screwed test. Earl screwed test. Fuck you, Arhamner. You're the fucking worst ref ever. 
Earl screwed Your Brent. Shit. <laughs> you screw ev- you screw every Canadian. You're the you fucking get involved and you don't need to. I don't know how you got this job besides fucking nepotism. Uh, Raven's back. <laughs> Raven's back and going after Maven. What? Maven. Maven. What? What? Maven. I I, I mentioned Raven versus Maven as a joke. On a previous no, show. I didn't think we'd actually get it. I did it as a joke. I didn't want you to actually do it. I didn't think no, you'd actually they're doing do it, it. And they're doing it right now. Raven it's a bring, hardcore title match. Raven brings out a shopping cart, which I do remember him. That was a thing he did. But the thing is, Raven... That's more New Jack's thing. As I've heard. Yeah, well, the, well they that... can't hire, well, they don't hire New Jack because he's fucking dangerous. <laughs> we hired and New Jack. Drugs. <laughs> and we also made the joke Raven's doing is it is going on supermarket uh, going on a supermarket shopping spree. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was on supermarket sweep, yeah. <laughs> And Raven's coming down the aisle. He's grabbing the trash cans, and don't forget to pick up. Don't forget to pick up the. Don't forget to pick up the kendo stick for bonus points. He's, he's just like, and we noticed that he has a Frankenstein mask in the shopping cart. Here comes Raven with the Frankenstein mask. That's a five hundred dollar bonus when he gets back to the car. So at one point in this match, so one point in this match, I I don't know if it was like a spot where Maven got tossed over the rope or if he was like like on top of the. No, I think it was he got cactus clotheslined, like he got clotheslined over the rope. But when he did yeah, the flip, he, instead of landing on the apron, he just fucking fell off. Oh God! Yeah, he, that he hit the he hit the stairs. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like it how Jesus. I hope he's okay. But uh, then Tommy Dreamer comes out. Yeah. To uh, beat up uh, to beat up Maven. Yeah. I guess. I don't know why he's Tommy going Dreamer's after Maven. When... And I think so here's was... Tommy Dreamer. I think it was during this match that I saw Mike signs of two guys uh, next to each other with this, with their the names Mike and Jay very close together. And I immediately made the joke. The red letter media guys are in the audience. Which is weird because they're in Wisconsin, not Philadelphia. Why are we in Philadelphia? I don't know. Let's go to Arby's. Get the horsey sauce? No. Don't talk about the horsey sauce. Horsey sauce? You got the Did ketchup I... and you got the horsey sauce. Did yeah, I the shall... horsey sauce. Did I sell pizza rolls in the concession stand? Well, I got a face oh. to roll. Who Maven. won this match? Was did Maven keep again? Um, I wrote I, Maven wins. Oh uh, no, Raven. Raven won. Maven wins with the Maven effect, thus taking the title from Maven. Oh, oh yeah, he did Raven spots. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he hit him with the Raven spots. Now All Hurricane's right. very drunk. And now William, Hurricane is very wasted. William Regal, Regal shows comes. up, and they, and he causes a fight. He's all like, oh, it sucks. You guys are separated. Oh, how sad. I'm William Regal. I don't know what the hell my William Regal impression is. Oh, I'm William Regal. (laughs) 
Oh no! Oh okay. man, I gotta hit people with the thing. <laughs> I gotta hit people with knuckles. But yes, APA, APA finally shut their doors. They turn over the sign as they leave. Man, for I have to say that brawl broke up really fast. Like it's like they and all they were, they kind of cleared the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, that it, it, everyone just like cleared out. Yes. Everyone just was what in they, a pile, what, like in. What do they? What do they, they do? Just all start, uh, 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 like, all separate into different fights, like into different rooms. That made me wonder what, what, where everyone went. Last Scatter last. like a fucking firework. <laughs> yeah, like fucking doves. But uh, yeah, so the APA are breaking up. They're done. They've been separated by the draft. Sad. Going out for the boys. I would, but I would pour Gatorade on my desk. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Separate ways! I would if I... It's too bad I don't have a can <laughs> to do a little prop sound. Ric Flair's going to explode. <laughs> Ric Flair's going to explode. We get to our main event for SmackDown. With uh, Ric Flair in, like, plain clothes instead of any wrestling gear. Yeah, he's just he's just wearing dress pants. I'm wearing my dress pants. It's fucking stupid that he's only wearing dress pants. Did he not have did he not take his gear with him? And this is the main event, Vince Nangle versus Flair and Triple H. Um uh, King starts it's... harping on Michael Cole and threatens to put him on battle bots. That sounds way better than being here. <laughs> I, I wish. I wish King. I wanna be on battle bots. This was this was um honestly not as i mean yeah you could say the the match th- that rick and mcmahon wasn't that great at wrestlemania but i still think it was better than this this was definitely just old man fight old, old man, man fight. fight yeah old kurt angle fight. would either be very careful with who he's like be very careful with like rick flair when he wrestles him i don't think mcmahon cared but he didn't get a lot of time with triple h and it was which a lot of just running weird. around and brawling. Which is very weird, because you know Ric Flair is up for taking some some bumps. He's And he's, like, only in his 50s at this point. Like, it's not like later on when he's taking weight. He was taking the bumps like a champ even then. So I don't know why Kurt Angle decided, I need to be very, very, very careful with you, Rick. I don't want to hurt you. It cost it cost him the MVP status. Yeah, he lost week. the MVP because of that. Because he was not bringing the noise, and it just uh, I'm sorry, uh, man. Flair and Triple H get a comeback. They double strut. This is some. This is mostly Vince and Rick doing shit, and also Lawler just constantly talking about how vascular and hot Vince McMahon was. <laughs> which you which you asked does that that count towards Darius Thirst count? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we missed a lot of Jerry Lawler first because I only got like one count on mine. Yeah, I forgot to even count mine. Ah, man, sorry, folks. I don't we, really we... think he didn't. I don't think he was very thirsty this week, honestly. <sighs> yeah, because they were talking too much about the draft. Uh, so this match is mostly just main event sports entertainment stuff, and then the Undertaker runs in. Yeah, Undertaker runs in, hits, hits Flair with a big boot. And then McMahon wins. And that's yep, it. Yep. <laughs> and that's it. That's the show. 
God, I'm gonna be so glad when we can start actually like seeing some like actual difference with the brand split. There though. will be a be format change awesome. slightly when we switch to um, the brand split. We're gonna start comparing the shows. Yeah, yeah. And that'll we... be a new showdown segment instead of awards. I mean, we'll still do yeah. awards, but you know what I mean. We'll still do awards, but now we have like actual like now there's like some difference in the shows, and now it'll matter what, what show is the best show of the week. Yeah, yes. I have to say, this break was better than I thought it was going to be, considering I thought the draft was going to be a lot more talking than it, and it wasn't as bad as I thought. But overall, I'd still say this week was disappointing. It wasn't as bad. It was just kind of mediocre. Yeah. yeah. It, and it was like, I think it it really is, is like I said. This is like there's still a lot of extended extension of the feuds just because backlash is a thing. But yes, yeah. the, to, next week is the beginning of a new era. Things a will be era. things gonna change. We about to change some things. Gonna change things. So let's get to our fortune four. Uh, Sports um, four. Anyway, uh, uh, we have our MVP of the week, Kane. Kane, Kane managed to be very he did good in the tag he match. The Kane. He did great and, in the tag match, know, he, and he was funny. He was funny. So yeah, our underrated this week. I'm going with Test. Yeah, I was. I was thinking Test too. Allie, what do you think? Who did I say again? I said someone else. You said someone else. Yeah. But I don't remember who. Was it Ray? Was it Raven? No. Was it Maven? No. no. <sighs> was it Raven? What a match. Was it Maven? Was it <laughs> Raven? Was it Raven? Was it film director Wes Craven? Was it Kurt Angle? I feel like we could just go with Tess because I can't remember his. Fine, fine, whatever. Test. You get underrated. Fine, I like Test. Special- uh, the Y segment. Go ahead. Uh, special nomination, Kurt Angle, <laughs> because because of all ah, Kurt Kurt's won best so many times. Kurt won he best. Doesn't get, he doesn't need underrated. He doesn't need underrated. Uh, why segment of the week? Why was Undertaker? Why was Undertaker mad that he got drafted when he suggested it? You know, yeah, or I'm, I'm why? To that. Why fast by custom? <laughs> I was gonna say mint skittles. Why? Why mint skittles? Oh yeah, fucking mint skittles. I forgot. Yeah. That. So what? So I guess do we go with the serious answer or the joke answer here? I let's let's go with the serious. Yeah, I think why? Yeah, why was Undertaker mad about being mad at Ric Flair? Okay. Sign of the week: uh, the undisputed championship NWA belt one that I can't remember the wording on. Get off first. That was one. Went- if you're not undisputed unless you win the uh, unless you win the NWA world title. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's good to it. Jerry Law first counted a surprisingly small one, probably at like two or three if I if we I were can't wait to properly. show you what's going to happen next week as we start reviewing separate shows with separate commentary teams. And we have the two thousands alert of custom and his album fast. Yeah. And clock stoppers. <laughs> and clock stoppers and <laughs> Good mint day. skittles and mint skittles. Mint skittles. <laughs> the fuck? 
<laughs> so this has been a very weird episode of Rassle Boys. This might be. I, I'm. I'm willing to venture. This might have been. I'm hope. I'm thinking this might have been the uh, shortest episode we've ever done. Possibly. No. I know. We we were very sidetracked. So from from Ali, hey, 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 myself, Duke Nukem, and John and Frakes. What what were you gonna say? We didn't do the the, the other part where we have to say where we're what we're on. Oh, oh right. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got to do the plug. Yes, we are, we are on. on pretty much anything that supports podcasts, <laughs> unless you're on like iHeartRadio or some weird shit. I I can't help you there, unless iHeartRadio hey. picks us up. Then hi, uh, <laughs> we're not on Pandora. We might be on. We might be on iHeartRadio and just not know it for weeks. <laughs> we'll upload on Twitter sometimes <laughs> at Rasselboys. Uh, we occasionally update our Twitter at Rassle Boys. We're on Spotify and on iTunes YouTube. and Anchor. We're on YouTube. So just make sure you guys have a good night. You know, eat some sour skittles, pop clock stoppers on the on your Blu-ray, kiss your precariously hanged picture of Kurt Angle hanging above your bed. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> yes. <laughs> And as we always say at the end of Rassle Boys, Booba Stank.